The soul is already seated in heavenly places, but doesn't realize it. Its original nature is covered over. Each soul is a drop from the divine ocean, but has lost its self-identity. Welcome to today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, a Sant Mat Satsang podcast edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. We're already in heaven but don't realize it is the title of today's satsang program. It may sound outrageous to some to assert that the soul is already in Satlok, the true eternal realm, its own natural habitat. And yet that's the reality, whether it's realized or unrealized something that someone experiences, or something that's covered over and forgotten. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment, said transcendentalist Ralph Waldo Emerson. Kabir says, the truth is you turned away from yourself and decided to go into the dark alone. Now you are tangled up in others and have forgotten what you once knew. The world has fallen in love with a dream. If you can't find where your soul is hidden, for you the world will never be real, says Kabir. The greatest mistake of a soul is non-recognition of its real self, and it can only be rectified by recognizing itself. Know thyself. Recognize thyself, be immersed in thyself. A passage from Sant Mahavira of Jainism. Our veiled state creates the illusion that God seems many light years distant and the soul covered over by mind, matter, thoughts, and the senses creates this sense of separation. Some may look at the various charts of the God worlds, the various charts of the heavens or planes of consciousness, and see at the bottom Pindadesh, the physical plane, and several planes away, the supreme being, and in between is the astral plane, the causal plane, the mental region, or Brahmanand, and so on. And see God as a distant deity, far, far away, millions of light years distant. And yet, that is not the reality. So long as a person does not perform actions in accordance with the guidance of the saints, his mind cannot be cleansed or uncontaminated. And so long as he does not contemplate on the Satguru and the Shab, the sound current, his attention shall not become unflinching when he has attained to these two grades, purification of mind and perfect concentration on the Satguru and Shabd, then alone will he become entitled to receive true knowledge or gnosis, direct experience. As this pure knowledge dawns, 
All screens veiling reality will be lifted. That's a reading from Sarbachan Radhaswami Prose, Book 2, Sayings of Swamiji Maharaj, given in Satsang, the M.G. Gupta translation of Sarbachan Prose, about the veil being lifted, the seeing the reality in order for us to see, perceive the true reality by escaping from the attachments we have had to the material realm. Guru Gobind Singh, just as millions of sparks fly from fire, they arise separately, but again unite in fire. Many particles of dust fill the air from one heap of dust, and on filling it again, mix with the dust. Millions of waves are produced in one stream, there of water, and all become water. From God's form, incorporeal and corporeal beings are manifested and spring from Him, and they shall all be united in Him again. From Saj Khan, the true timeless spiritual realm, the whole creation looks like bubbles forming and disappearing in the spiritual ocean. That's the Saj Khan perspective shared by Huzur Baba Sawan Singh. Something similar can be found in the Sikh scriptures of India. As the bubbles in the water well up and disappear again, so is the universe created, says Nanak. The Supreme Being has created everything from one drop, out of which have emerged millions of fathomless oceans. A passage from Swamiji Maharaj in his elucidation or commentary on the Japji, the morning prayer of Guru Nanak. Our original nature resides in Satchkhand or Satlok, the true spiritual realm, the home of all souls. Its true home is Satchkhand. Where else would it be? Where else can it be? This is a prayer found in the Jesus Sutras about original nature that covered over true self. Great holy lawgiver, you bring us back to our original nature, and the souls that are liberated are countless. Divine compassion lifts them up from the dust, redeeming them from the saddened realms of ghosts. The hundred ways bring us clarity and kind-hearted mercy, and now I draw close to our holy, compassionate Father, the one who creates salvation. See the angelic spirits crossing the ocean of Dharma. We know to practice peace in our hearts through you. This whole gathering unites in singing to you, honored one. And the great law is now the heavenly wheel of returning to you. A passage from the Jesus Sutras of China about recovering our true original nature and returning back to the Supreme Being again in our experience. 
One of the most fascinating passages, I think, in the entire New Testament is Ephesians 2.6. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. How many actually understand that or how many denominations actually include that as part of their goal or their experience or even know what that's talking about, right? Now we are seated with Christ in heavenly places or heavenly realms. You'll have to read Watchman Nee or The Gospel of Truth by Valentinus to get someone to comment on that passage, I would say. The soul is a particle or wave of the Supreme Being, just as the ray of the sun is an emanation of the sun, a definition of the soul by Hazur Maharaj, Raisalagram Bahadur, and Prempatra Radhaswami. The soul which has come to this region as a ray on its own current from the feet of the true Supreme Being functions in every living thing. In reality, it alone is true. And whatever other, other names and forms are seen here appear to be true only with the help of the soul. But it gets destroyed when the soul or spirit leaves the body. The spirit and the supreme being Radhaswami are all blissful and all-knowing. In other words, the Supreme Being, Radhaswami, is omnipotent. All blissful and all-knowing, it is present in every individual. The soul or jiva, i.e. the spirit, is his particle or wave. For the powers that exist in the Supreme Being are present in the soul as well. The entire creation came into being according to the will of the Supreme Lord, and every spirit entity creates a separate physical body and develops it on the same principle. The creation of Pin, the physical body in the physical realm, and of Brahmananda, the macrocosm, cosmos, regions of universal mind and matter, is similar and takes place in the same manner, on the same principle. The only difference is that the creation in the human body is small and the creation in Brahmananda is large, but the grades and the functions of the creation outside are exactly similar to those of the human body. Note Maj, any, even the least commotion on the spiritual plane which results in activity on the spiritual plane or even on the mental and physical planes is called Maj. Literally the word means wave of the sea. As saints also act from the spiritual plane, the term maj is also used when we speak about their will or pleasure. The entire creation consists of currents. All the bodies that exist consist of currents. Just as cloth is woven out of threads and the branches and twigs of a tree are collections of threads, similarly the human body is also made up of currents or threads. Each one of the threads or nerves is a tube through which the current of the spirit flows. This is the general principle underlying the structure of all the physical bodies in the creation. When any 
but he speaks, his voice is heard by means of the current of sound. In the same manner, it is through the current of the spirit the world becomes visible. When there was no creation, the first thing that happened was a current issued forth from the feet of the Supreme Being, merciful Radhaswami, the Lord of the soul. This current is the current of Shabd and of life and light. The entire creation of all the regions, higher and lower, has been brought into existence by this current. The Supreme Being, merciful Radhaswami, is enthroned within everyone. And from there the current of the spirit, i.e. life, came down, creating Dayal Desh, region of the merciful. Brahmananda, regions of the universal mind and matter, and pinned the physical plane and the physical body, forming its center, the seat of the soul, or Tishra Til, the third eye center, between the two eyes within the human body and gives energy and life to the mind and senses and to every part of the body. As the current of the spirit is itself the current of joy, pleasure, knowledge, etc., it is by means of this current that joy and pleasure are experienced by individuals through their sense organs. Now, if any person wishes that they should attain the highest bliss and eternal happiness after reaching the fountainhead of this current, which is the reservoir of perfect bliss, perfect joy, perfect knowledge, they should contact this current of the spirit and with its help return to its reservoir, i.e. the Supreme Being, Radhaswami. That's from the spiritual love discourses of the Lord of the Soul, Prem Patra Radhaswami, Volume 1, by Huzur Maharaj Raisalagram. On the creation, his version of creation, his more expanded version of in the beginning was the sound, in the beginning was the word, in the beginning was the Tao, in the beginning was the Om, in the beginning was the Shabd. And souls are incarnated into physical bodies and interface with the physical body and mind at the seat of the soul called the Tishra Til, the third eye center, characterized as being located between the two eyes within the human body. This is where the soul connects to mind and matter. We have come from the light and will return there again. That's a passage from the Gospel of Thomas, a saying of Yeshua. We're already in heaven if we did but know it. A great master by the name of Hazur Baba Samwan Singh was once asked, How long does it take you to go to Sach Khan, the spiritual realm, the timeless eternal realm? Samwan Singh closed his eyes for 15 seconds and then opened them again, saying, Just that long. This is the real secret of secrets. Now experience this for yourself in meditation. Don't think of Sachkhand as being millions of light years away and that this trick from the physical realm through the astral, causal, mental and so on is some long slog taking centuries to complete. 
Why would it take a long time to reach a realm of timelessness that we're already part of? The soul is already there. The soul is already residing in Satlok, the true eternal realm. We are not physically traveling. When we meditate, when we practice Surat Shabd Yoga, inner light and sound meditation, we're not physically traveling. We're not like a little glowing ball of light that is crossing the universe and crossing other universes and other realms, physically journeying from universe A to B to C, level one, level two, level three. In some sort of physical sense, it's a shift of awareness, a shift of perception, which may seem like going through a tunnel, yes, seem like going on a journey, passing through different steps and stages, lights and sounds, visions and auditions, but it is a shift in consciousness, not a physical trek through space, something different than that. It's actually traveling back to becoming ourself again. Becoming revealed. It's a revelation of our true nature. That which already is. We, we are already soul. We are not working on becoming soul. We are that. Or Sohang, Sohang, I am that, I am that. The soul exclaims when it realizes that. Kabir says, when the mind becomes calm, then the truth is revealed. Hiding in this cage of visible matter is the invisible life bird. Pay attention to her. She is singing your song. This is from Swamiji Maharaj. O oh soul, who are you? And whence have you come? You are a ray from Parush, the Supreme Being, and an inhabitant of the purely spiritual region. The Supreme Being, being a boundless ocean of spirit or love, and the human being, being a drop or current of spirit or love from this ocean, and love being the very essence and means of existence of the whole creation, it follows that no effort in any direction, temporal or spiritual, unless actuated by love or affectionate regard, can be crowned with success, and the work or labor rendered easy, sweet, and harmonious. That's a passage from Hazur Maharaj, Raisalagram from Radhaswami Mat Prakash, the very first Sant Mat book to be published in the English language back near the beginning of the 20th century, revealing that this path of the masters is very much a path of love and devotion, a bhakti path as well as a path of light and sound. And when we adopt a bhakti approach of love and devotion, of thinking of the Supreme Being as the Beloved, and we are the lover, yearning for the Beloved. This is the true foundation of Santmat. This is what you'll find in all of the teachings of any true saint from any age. The lover yearns for the Beloved and seeks to return to the ocean of love. 
God is the ocean of love, each soul is a drop from that divine ocean, and the way back to God is also through love. That's a paraphrase of a Kripal Singh saying, Bhakti is the foundation for meditation practice in this path of Santmat. The lover of God will cry and weep until he finds rest in the beloved's embrace, Rabia of Basra, Sufi saint. Love is like a deep sea. Only that lover of God who will dive into it fearlessly shall be able to get the pearl of ultimate happiness in it. And one who will not be able to muster up enough courage to dive into it shall remain sitting at the beach. He will remain without love in this world. How will he get the pearls of ultimate happiness then? A passage from Kabir. Withdrawal from the world and repairing to the solitude would relieve your agony and tensions. You can find a most precious treasure on this earth itself, but that is hidden in the secrecy of seclusion and solitude. Here we are speaking of the means whereby we may realize our true original nature that we have forgotten about, that has been covered over, making it seem preposterous that we are already in heaven, but we don't realize it. Through meditation, we can realize our true nature and true state and go from thinking of God as a distant deity millions of light years away taking many lifetimes to cross the vast cosmos of planes and realms and regions that all can fall away in 15 seconds or less according to Hazur Baba Sawan saying perhaps for some it may take longer than 15 seconds but you get what I mean it doesn't have to be some sort of long slog through many regions or realms. That itself is a kind of astral perspective, part of the illusion. The illusion coming from the perspective of someone new on the path, thinking of this path as being a, a long slog, a very slow ascension process. But that is based on a perception quite tainted by mind and matter. It's very astral, actually, this distant deity view of the Supreme Being. But that can all fall away. One can outgrow that perspective. In meditation, there is a silence of the tongue. There is a silence of the whole body. There is a silence of the soul. There is a silence of the mind. There is a silence of the spirit. A quote from Abraham of Nathpar, a Syriac mystic. Go deeper past thoughts into silence, past silence into stillness, past stillness into the heart. Let love consume all that is left of you. A passage of Kabir. Within the innermost recesses, all spirituality is one and has never undergone any division. Our spirituality or soul or surat 
is an emanation from the Supreme Being. Within the innermost recesses, it is one with God. Discourses of Babuji Maharaj of Agra, Volume 3, saying in his own way that we are already in heaven if we did but know it. From the source of the divine ocean, God opens a portal to the light. Awaken that resplendent light within you. Repeat the name of the Supreme Being. Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. By seeking the path within, one will go beyond the sensory realm, and one will attain the state of oneness, Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj. Do the repetition of God's name and forget him not. Fulfill the purpose of thy birth by practicing concentration. Be steadfast in the remembrance of God. Practice meditation with love and sing the glory of God. The human body is the door of salvation. Do the repetitions of God, the creator of the universe. A passage from Sant Dadu Dael. Seek the path within you. O traveler, seek the path that lies within you. You and your beloved are in the same body. Your beloved is pervading everywhere, but is not being perceived. Those initiated by the Master are able to recognize him within their bodies. O traveler, if you wish to go alone on the path of the Supreme Being, Look for the path within, and do not delay. The four spheres of darkness, light, sound, and soundlessness, they all lie within the temple of your body. You step down to the darkness, but your beloved is in the sphere of soundlessness. Now you again go back to the sphere of soundlessness through the tenth door, pursuing the inner light and practicing the yoga of sound. Listen to the orchestration of sounds and closely watch the dazzling light and go along the path where the five sounds resonate. Ascend up as you get drawn towards them. Never imagine that there are other means of going to the sphere of soundlessness without the yoga of vision and the yoga of sound. Says Mehi, going along this path alone is the secret path to divinity as revealed by the saints, catching the most subtle sound amidst differing sounds, go along the solitary path lying within you. That is from the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, describing Surit Shav Yoga, meditation practice, inner light and sound meditation. The whole creation is sustained by God, who is not a distant deity, but closer is he than anything else. That's a quote from Kirpal Singh. One can say the journey is far, that much of the inward journey remains to be traversed. There is, however, another way of seeing this whether experienced in meditation or not, 
Heaven may seem far, and yet the reality, according to the saints, is that it is near, close by, in our midst, within us, even now, in this living present. Here's something to rest upon and be inspired by, whether we perceive it or not in our experience. The soul is already in Sachkhand, has always been in Sachkhand. There is no other place for the soul to be other than at the soul level, the soul's natural habitat, described as Satlok, the true eternal timeless realm, or Sachkhand. The, the dwelling place of all souls, we are. The soul is wearing several coverings physical also, subtle bodies such as astral, causal, mental, and etheric. We have to contend with the outer distractions of the five senses, and yet our true identity remains what it always has been, soul or spirit, sometimes called surit. One master used the term spirit entity. That's referring to Hazur Maharaj in his uh, teachings. Prempatra Radhaswami, Prembani Radhaswami, Radhaswami Mat Prakash, etc. Sant Mat meditation is about knowing this, experiencing this, shifting awareness from the outer world to within. We are drops of consciousness from the ocean of love. We are already in heaven whether we know it or not. And as Rumi might say, this is the secret of secrets. The soul is already in Sachkhand. Through meditation, it will become possible to access our real self. As Swami Akutanan Baba says, you will become available to your true self by doing inner meditation practice. Perhaps it will take you longer than Sawan Singh to get in touch with your true self in Sachkhand. A great master by the name of Hazur, Baba Sawan Singh, was once asked, How long does it take you to go to Sachkhand, the true eternal spiritual realm? He closed his eyes for 15 seconds and then opened them again, saying, Just that long. This is the real secret of secrets. Now experience it for yourself in meditation. Thank you for joining me today on the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean.